check the mic and make sure it sound right, boys. Hey everybody, what's good? Sean and Brad, guys, Beer Sports is no longer who we are. We are the A&B Show. Man, I just had a moment. You guys see that? That's crazy. I wonder how uh, they're going to translate this on the uh, the old auto-translator thing. I was reading our script there, Dave, and it was like, I was like, I didn't say that. And I didn't say that. That's, that's just because, that's because man, how the computer read me. Yeah, the computer doesn't know how to listen to American, so... It, listen, they don't do a great job with you either. So I know. I it's know. not just me, unless you're just calling yourself American by choice. We anyway. both have marbles in our mouth. I don't know. Yeah, we speak, we, <laughs> we speak the Queen's English over here. It's not so much that we speak the words, it's more that we chew them up and spit them out. Anyway, Sean, hello. Hey, man. Sean Valancourt, everyone. My friends, Valancourt, if you uh, are French. But Sean's not. And, uh, isn't that weird? Anyway, <laughs> I feel like I'm out of this camera frame. I'm just slide over a little bit. So, here we are, episode 91. We'll name this thing here shortly. Uh, Sean Valancourt and Brad Tesh coming to you from the Pacific Northwest. The self proclaimed best PNW sports podcast you will ever get your ears onto is here and now. The AMB show. Sean, good morning, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good, man. You know, episode ninety-one. We've been we've been at this a little while. That's not bad. Uh, you know what? I, you know what I love though is just being able to see your smiling face each and every week that we come on here. It's it's awesome. It is. Uh, we've got some great guests. I enjoy seeing my smiling face every morning too. Wow, uh, it's the best wow. part of my day. It's it's awesome. Uh, can you believe though that you know we didn't have sports there when we started this for a little bit, and now it's like uh, the world doesn't skip the beat. Not yeah. a beat. That's how it works. Man. That's how it works. Anyway, let's uh, let's jump into it. A lot of things going on. Uh, a lot of football going. Hockey's in full swing. Uh, we probably won't talk much about today. There's baseball. Signing starting to happen. We're starting mm-hmm. to look towards spring training. We'll probably get that off there. I was just reminded by your Blue Jays hat. Mm-hmm. Hey, you, you like this. My third and fourth grade girls basketball team, Blue Jays. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, yeah. Good stuff. I didn't Man. even come up with it. They just chose it on their own. I thought, I can't <laughs> wait to tell Sean. I can't so, wait to tell Sean. Anyway. So this weekend is divisional playoffs weekend. Yep. And, and sorry. No, but for no, transparency no, yeah. purposes, uh, as you're listening to this last week, we had already seen the round except for the uh, Dallas-Tampa uh, Bay game, which mm-hmm. I think we saw a different version of Tom Brady. I don't know that you ever trust Tom Brady again. Uh, yeah, it used to be his regular season performance. Usually, you could throw out the window, and his postseason would be Tom Brady. I think we'd know now that that's different. At least, maybe we'll see. So it, it was something to see that. What was it? Uh, thirty-one out of sixty-six attempts, three hundred and fifty-one yards, two touchdowns. Yeah, but thirty-one out of sixty-six is like less than fifty percent. Yeah, that's just not it, good. It was. It was yeah. it, like honestly, I thought I was watching Old Yeller, and this is. Yeller getting put down. I mean, I, I gotta be honest, that's what I thought I saw. There were some throws that I was just like, what is going on here? Um, anyway, so for the transparency, this is actually Saturday uh, late in the morning, early in the afternoon, before the games have kicked off. So anything we say now is uh, up for debate on if we're right or not. And, you know, no crystal balls or no. previous knowledge and all that stuff. So anyway. But, you know, let's, let's just talk about that. So. Uh, we had a look 
there was a uh, Dak Prescott. We all thought, we all thought, we both thought that that Tom Brady was going to pull that out. And uh, you know, Tom Brady now looks like he's uh, he's probably at the end of his tenure, anyways, with Tampa Bay. I don't know about his end of his football career because he didn't walk off that field like that was his last game. Uh, we could talk about different landing spots for him, but. The very next day, all I saw from the talking heads was how Dak Prescott played the best game of his life. This is the Dak Prescott we've been waiting for. This is superstar Dak Prescott. And I'm like, he just beat a high school team. And that's basically what I felt. It was like, that, that's what it looked like. It looked like a high school team that he was up against. What say you? Yeah, I think uh, I'm past the point of the talking heads being seen as professionals because they're entertainers now more than ever. Um, you know, just it. That's the truth. They're just trying to get. They're trying to get sound clips and get bites. They don't care about professionalism anymore. They don't care about the story. They don't care about being right. They're just saying these things like we're watching. You know, Vince McMahon should probably be the head of Fox Sports and FS1. <laughs> You know, I had a real problem last night watching Shannon Sharp try to get in an altercation at halftime with the Memphis Grizzlies, and it all started because Shannon popping off on his mouth, and the players didn't like it, and they responded to him, and he thought he was going to go big and bad, Uncle Shannon's going to go flex on him until Stephen Adams came over, and he was like, well, I don't really want any smoke. Yeah. But, and listen, Shannon, I seen your I seen your little speech. I seen you left Stephen, you said you could take on the rest of them, but you didn't say shit about... <laughs> the broke Aquaman. <laughs> Steve Adams wanted that. She put his hair down. He was fit to say something. So just, we we see you. Shani, if you're bigger than them, you're cool. But as soon as someone bigger than you, you don't want it. Stop talking about that shit. You're in the Hall of Fame in football. Stick to that. He's anyway. A, he's a special gentleman, man. I, I Forget about that. Even Stephen A. Smith walking around with his bad takes. This is a, and I get it. Somebody's got to take the bad take, right? Like somebody's got to take it. Yeah, but we're just we're dumb as a society. I, I just read yeah. today that Stephen A. Smith makes more money than every NBA coach except for Greg Popovich. Stupid. That's insanity, man. I mean, and then he has the gall to say he's like not even paid what he should be paid. It's like, no, I think you're overpaid. Uh, I was though last night. I was watching Stephen A. on the NBA pregame show. Uh, I only watch that show because Jalen Rose is on there, and I appreciate his insight, but. You know, Stephen A. was talking about who's the last uh, decade's MVP. Is it Steph Curry or is it LeBron James? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, uh, Stephen A. took LeBron. No, he made a case for both of them. Okay. Because then I think you can make a case for both of them. Absolutely. Steph's got one more ring, one less finals. Yeah. Um, you know, Steph's stayed with the same organization and allowed that culture to be there to build. LeBron spread his talents around as he... Uh, famously said when he was going to Miami, uh, Miami. <laughs> and so I, you can't take away you know things from you those two players I think I think yeah. you know I mean that's really the first time that you know I think it's fair to yeah. say there's parity and you can say you can have two nice things it's not one or the other you don't have to say like I like barbecue sauce so I have to yeah. hate ketchup like that's just not well, let's face a it, thing I mean, if these guys don't have one side of the fence and the other side of the fence. I mean, then there's no con- yeah, but conflict. that's all that is is Vince McMahon. Oh, I agree with you completely. It's stupid. <laughs> I just know? the cycle's so short. You know, it just I can tell people are getting worn out. I went to the barbershop. shop. Uh, shout out to Lantern for this dope ass fade. 
But he turned off the sports right before I got there, and we ended up watching movie reviews on YouTube because the talking heads are just so stupid right now. Like they're yeah, like they don't know what they're and saying. The, and, and and the very fact that you spent that much time talking about Dak Prescott, I understand it was the last game, so it's the last thing you've seen. Um, but and then, and then you have Brady. a look at then you have a look at the rankings. Like who was it that came out with the rankings of the quarterbacks of the divisional round? And it was just like, oh my gosh. Whoever you are, I mean, obviously, I know who's going to be number one. It's going to be Patty Mahomes. It's what you've picked. But, uh, you know, like, people are just with stupid takes on this. Who, can't, who else would be number one, Sean? Well, you, you can't say anybody else. Okay. I mean, number one would be Patty Mahomes. Yeah. But then, you know, like, now you're ranking these guys throughout there. It's like, you know what? Any given Sunday at this point. To, where, to even have a ranking right where now. Where would you have? All right, let's talk about these quarterbacks who we have. This is a bit off topic, but let's get there. You got Patty Mahomes. You got Mahomes. You Daniel have Trevor Jones. Lawrence. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Jalen Hurts. Joe Burrow. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Dak Prescott. Brock Purdy. That's it. Where, like, so Mr. Mahomes is the top. Top. And then I think you and I would disagree on who two is. I would say it's Joe Burrow. No, I, I, I have to agree with you on that. It has to be Joe And then Josh Allen is third. Josh Allen was fifth in their thing. I think Josh Allen is third. I personally think Josh Allen is third left. as well. It's like, you know. You know there's just, I saw five. a great thing last night, and this is the one thing that I do appreciate about some of the talking heads is that Dan Orlovsky is a great talking head. and so Dan Orlovsky was part Ryan of the 0-16 freaking that doesn't mean he doesn't know football, though. Like, he has a great breakdown on how to beat Josh Allen, if you can beat Josh Allen, and it was really insightful. Because, I just appreciate you know, he's, lost, insightful. he's lost a lot of games, so he knows how to do yeah, he, he, he Listen, just because he doesn't can't play, <laughs> like, the best coaches aren't great players. I have to agree with you. Look at Wade Gretzky. See? Yeah. So, I'm saying Orlovsky <laughs> should be a great coach or commentator because he understands the game. Yeah, right. Right? He's a professional athlete. Yeah. He just maybe wasn't, you know... That way, he was smarter than he was ta- than he was physically talented. That's all I'm saying. Anyway, Josh Allen uh, third. I think then we start looking at you know, for me it's crossing hairs between Jalen Hurts and Daniel Jones. I think on any given Sunday, either of those two teams quarterbacks could be hot and could be doing some things. I think Trevor Lawrence is ahead of Daniel Jones. I think he's a, maybe ahead of Jalen Hurts as well. Then, if you think about consistency, we're talking about consistency right. or like. Actual talent, yeah. Because that's you know those are two very different things. Who do you think? I think um, we know that Trevor Lawrence is more resilient than probably Daniel Jones or Jalen Hurts are. Right. 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 So maybe Trevor is four. Do you think Trevor's four in this scenario? I, I, I think this Trevor, is where it gets muddy. I think the yeah. top three are very clear, and then we start getting into splitting hairs and yeah. figuring it out. I don't know where, you know, like to the go. thing is, that I, I think Daniel Jones is all the way down at the bottom, even mm. though Brock Purdy really has no uh, chance, like, you know what I mean? Like, no real well, I mean, playing I, time so, for those five games. So let's talk about this. It's Let's talk about it's less about their actual talent and their experience, and it's more about how they fit with the team they're currently on. Trevor Lawrence has a lot of buy-in in Jacksonville, right? I don't know if Jalen Hurts has as much buy-in. I know Daniel Jones does a lot of buy-in because Brian Dable has done a great job with rallying that team around 
Saquon and Daniel Jones. And and Brian Dable is a fantastic coach. Let's just face yeah. it. Let's just face it. But you're looking at these lists. These lists all, I mean, for the most part, have fantastic coaches, and that's some of what it is. I don't think that Daniel Jones is last on the list. Okay. All right. I think Dak is last on this list. I think Dak is eight. Wow. I would rather have Brock Purdy than I would have Dak Prescott. Okay. I would rather have Daniel Jones. I'd rather have Jalen Hurts. I would rather have Trevor Lawrence on my team going in there. I just don't think Dak has it. Hmm. You got to look at the talent they have. I have to that agree, wide I have receiver and on the O line and with the running backs. There. I see your point. I see your point. I'm just saying that Brock Purdy only had five games where you six. have okay six games now where you now have. Uh, you have, um, but he Dak doesn't Prescott make the mistakes. Yeah, he doesn't make the mistakes. That's in the thing this about short, him. in this short sample size that we have. He he really hasn't made the mistakes, but he hasn't really been pressured. He hasn't. He been. was down at half of his first playoff game. He could have yeah. folded. He did not play well in the first yeah. half of that Seahawks game. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah, yeah. And then I he mean, comes out and he throws for 300-something yards and how many touchdowns? I mean, I he just figured I, it out. I, to me, San Francisco 49ers is just one of those, like, it's a, it's a, it's a team. That you hurts put, me. You could put God. a monkey in quarterback well, and you'll still win. They're coached by a monkey, so that makes sense. <laughs> like, I just can't shake the – like, I can't shake the division rivalry, right? Like, I just can't. Not. It is but when you have a look at that team on paper, you got running back, wide receivers, you have a tight end, you have defense. you have positionalist talent. It is it is unbelievable. You just need to put like, like come on, are you gonna tell me the Garoppolo is a great quarterback? No, but he no. wins in that system because he, he has loses, talent. They also loses the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> here's a question. That I would be curious to know the answer to, or at least your opinion. I mean, you know, some other, I haven't thought about this till just right now. But you think about Christian McCaffrey, yeah. George Kittle, and Debo Samuels, mm. right? Top seven playmakers uh, in the league right now. I have to say those three. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else is? I mean, you know, obviously you've got Stephon Diggs is amazing. Travis yeah. Kelsey is amazing. Yeah. Right, those guys impact games in in major ways. In the beginning of the season, you could have said Tyreek Hill, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think you still can. They still yeah. have to guard for him, but we're talking about that's three players, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. who else is who else comes to the list where you're like every game? It doesn't matter who else is playing, or what the system is, or what the defense is. Like those guys are going to get theirs, and the team is like game planning for them. And you just talk about positional, not so much uh, the quarterback. Yeah, just like you know. Position players, right? The impact offensive players, yeah. wide receivers, quarterbacks, or wide receivers, running backs. I mean, Justin ends. Jefferson is supposed to be one sure. of those guys. Sure, he now, is. But, but he, but he kind of was, except for the last yeah. three games in the playoff game. But we're still at that seven. Yeah. I don't know. That's seven now, right? Yeah. Like, I'm not saying we should put him in the same ranking, but, like, those were seven players that it took us a couple minutes to put that list together, and Debo, Kittle, and CMC are in that top seven. Easily at this season, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's 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 definitely an embarrassment of riches for the 49ers. I mean, let's face it, Brad. When we went to that Seahawks 49ers game, I even told you I I feel nervous about this. You told me to get out of the car. I understand that, <laughs> but the thing is, couldn't have, have that bad energy in the way. <laughs> but I'm just trying to be a realist. It's like we're there's no realism on game day. <laughs> 
I'm just trying to be a realist. We're going there. No. We're about to see this freak show of a team. If we had won, I'd have left you there, just to be honest. <laughs> Brad was so nice to me. He gave me so uh, like his his jacket. His, this John's like, it's not cold here. <laughs> we get down there, he's like, man, it's really cold. But I, you Luckily, know. Luckily, had an extra jacket. Like, like seriously. So now Dallas, okay. Friend. So you want to talk about Dak Prescott. <laughs> Here's his reward for beating Tampa. He gets to go up against the Niners. Yeah. He gets to go yeah. up against that. Do you remember what happened to him last season when he went up against the Niners? I saw one of the most boneheaded plays that any quarterback has ever made. And so it's like, are we about to see a repeat of this? Maybe. Because they're going to get to them. Are they going to tell me that somehow Dallas's defense is going to be able to get to Brock Purdy? They're going to be able to put pressure on that line, stop McCaffrey from the run? I, I don't think so. No. I think that the Niners are going to have their way with the, the, the Dallas Cowboys. And then everybody will shut up about that. Do you think that, that the uh, the 49ers win by the biggest margin? It would only be, it would only be, I guess, poetic justice after the way that Dak put out Tampa. That they get put out like that. It would only be poetic justice. a blowout. Justice. Yeah. yeah. You were right, though. There's three NFC East teams that have made the division round. I gave right. you that. I told you that. I know you did. I told I just, you that. I just brought it up. Uh-huh. I just told you. That's how it works. I told you that, and you told yeah. me that I'm speaking poo-poo. I still think you were. I think it's garbage. <laughs> just because they were the least last year. I don't year. think that this Giants-Philly game will be that entertaining. I think um, I think I think Philadelphia. I mean, this is the third time though. Well, New York. Don't forget, New York didn't even start half their starters the last time. Yeah, I just I I'm not even saying that. I think that the Giants are going to win. I just don't think it's a competitive game. Oh, you think the Giants are going to win? Yeah, I think the you Giants think they're going to beat the Eagles at home. Yeah, not, not a surprise. Interesting. Not that surprise. that is a surprise. Like how many games have the Eagles lost all season? That I is just, a surprise. I just don't trust them. I don't. I don't think their coach can play in big games. I just. I think that uh, the Eagles more banged up than they're letting on. Losing Lane Johnson to that abductor uh, deal, and not being able to play. I'm you just, might have a point here. And the thing I, is, Brian Dable's got those boys going. I'm they're old you, school. They, I think that that's you. playoff football. You know, I, you know maybe what? I just want to see a, an old school rivalry. And that would be the Giants and the 49ers. But in, I'd be. In, I'd in, be around, but. I'd be I'd be pleasantly surprised if the Giants did pull out the upset. I'd be pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Cause I personally don't think that the Eagles were all that in a bag of lunch. They had a, the weaker schedule. Sorry, what? All that in a bag of lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think you understand what that saying is supposed to mean. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> all that in a bag of chips. It's what you would order. I like menu. bag of lunch. Yeah. <laughs> your, your midsection proves that. Uh, <laughs> Sean likes a double lunch, apparently. Um, the reverse Hobbit. <laughs> ooh. Yeah, and I mean, I think Cincinnati Buffalo has a chance to be the game of the week. That is the game of the week. Um, what do you mean chance to be? Man, I just... The last time those two teams got on the field together, some potentially they didn't finish the game. Some potentially tragic happened. I mean, yes. something terrible did happen. I just wonder if there's a holdover emotionally for those two 
teams to revisit that moment. Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. While they're going, I just don't know where it goes. I think, you know, you hear DeMar Hamlin is around the team. Uh, they've come out and said he still needs oxygen. He still has a long ways to go, all those things. If they run DeMar Hamlin out of that tunnel for introductions, Oh, I think High, Highmark Stadium goes crazy. It might be over. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, okay, I, this is a little off topic. Always, a little off topic. Always is. Yeah. So they didn't play that game. They didn't reschedule the game. I saw a lot of people saying if they play this game, uh, I'm leaving the NFL, blah, blah, blah. Right? Hmm. Um, <laughs> Such a dumb. I'm not watching the NFL anymore if yeah. they continue this game. I'm talking about the Bills on January 2nd, the Bills and the Bengals. Um, no, like, I'm not trying to throw any shade or any disrespect. It was something that was tragic that happened. But let's have a look at the National Hockey League. There was a dude in the Colorado Avalanche just a few years back had a cardiac arrest. Got up and goes, when's my next shift? They had to like, send him out. They didn't, they didn't stop that game. They had, a, they had but, a Malarchuk get sliced right here. They went out okay. and protected him. They didn't stop that game. Brian Burrard lost his eyeball. They didn't stop that game. I, I don't get it. Why wouldn't you even try to make it up? Like I just there wasn't I, time I to understand. make it up. There was no way to do it without giving other teams a competitive edge. I but then they point. try to argue it that it's not affecting anything in the playoffs when it obviously oh it one hundred percent is. Did. You can't. You couldn't have made that game up. And not giving an extra week of rest to yeah. all the rest of the teams. Like, I, I just feel like it's not. Fair. I understand with NFL, but to your point like, of why they had to NFL stop, why they had to stop is because you have to give this guy as much medical attention. You're running not out as of time. much. They gave him yeah. life save. His yeah. he was dead on the field. You don't think that, that was happening with these guys? Clint Larchuk was bleeding out in front of everybody. Did they have to give him life saving? Yes, the trainer came in there and put his finger into his okay. artery. Sure. I, that's not chest compressions on the ice. <laughs> okay. I'm dead serious. Right. It's not. Think, right. Just think about, like... All right. And then there was a defibrillator on that Colorado Avalanche player there. Yeah, a defibrillator. They brought him back. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not again, I'm, they not had, trying to, if, I'm not trying to say anything. I, if, I sound like a, if I sound like a jerk, I'm sorry. I would... I just don't I'll understand I'll say why. this. I'll say this. I am very curious... What would have happened if that game wasn't on national TV? That's a that's a very interesting take. That's a very interesting take. That is some food for thought for sure. And like I said, I'm not trying to be a jerk. I'm not trying to be anything like that. First time for everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I understand. It's just, I just, but to your point, I hadn't thought about it yet. But like, you know, we've seen other things happen, and you know. Yeah. Um. You know, even to some people's point of, well, I've never seen Amos on the field. I've seen Amos on the field a handful of times. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah. on Halloween, uh, Ricardo Lockett got smoked in Dallas, and we all thought he was dead, and they had to bring out the... But we thought, like, literally, in the I was watching from a bar in Mexico. That bar in Mexico, we thought he was dead, and they had put him on the stretcher, and we're going to wheel him off and announce it after the game that he had died. Mm. Like, that was, you know, some real thing. It yeah. took a while to get the game going again. Um, but that wasn't a national TV game until until you decided to be a jerk. I hadn't thought about uh, how that worked. So that's it's interesting. Sometimes the jerks make the world go round. Anywho, oh. Anywho. <laughs> all right, 
So let's let's have our picks. Let's have our picks here for the divisional round. We've uh, we've talked about it. I think we beat it to death. Uh, That's a weird way to say that. <laughs> All right, Jacksonville, Kansas City in Kansas City. Man, I got to give it to Casey. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, uh, yeah, I, I have to give it to Casey. Is this the closest game of the weekend? Possibly because Jacksonville's defense is good. I think head coach matchup, right? You got. Doug Peterson mm-hmm. and Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we've seen Doug Peterson before in the playoffs. Super Bowl. Not scared. Won a Super Bowl. Not scary. So, yeah. I mean, why I not? love the matchup. I love the head coach matchup yeah. here. Um, yeah, I, I think that, you know, Andy, I do Andy Reid has two yeah. weapons, and that's what I think it's yeah. a close game. I, th- I do think AC pulls it out. But, yeah, I think it's a close game. Absolutely. Uh, you already know how I feel about the Giants versus Philadelphia. How I, say you? I like that. I, I like it. I'm. You know what? I'm going to go opposite with Philadelphia winning it, but I'd be pleasantly surprised with the Giants winning it. Yeah. I would be. Absolutely. I think, though, that Jalen Hurts has enough confidence going into this. Does he, though? He hasn't played in a couple weeks. Yeah. His shoulders balling him a little see. bit. We'll see. I mean, anything can happen. That's what any given Saturday means, right? Yeah. So, yeah. AGS. Yeah. AGS. Yeah, I mean, I you know, I get it. I think that that's plausible, but or possible, but yeah. now we have the Bengals and uh, Bengals and the Bills. <laughs> this is a really long pause to remember to your, your favorite case. Uh, what shirt am I wearing today? He's scaring the look down here. What is? What is this? <laughs> what is this here? Sean has Timmy teams. He claims to be his favorite. You just saw it right there. That's what happened. The Bengals in the... Uh, uh, who are the Bengals playing? Um, That's going to be a great game. Um, yeah, could be. I'm, I'm going for the Bills to win it, but... I, no shit. But I think, you know, the Bengals got a shot at this, too. They're... The defending AFC champs. <laughs> so. Yeah, you know the I would I would you know I'm also going to take Buffalo here, and, and the only reason why I would take Buffalo is because Cincinnati's down three offensive linemen, and yeah, we saw works. how that worked yeah. uh, in Kansas City a couple years ago. We saw how that worked with Tampa last year. You know that offensive line. You know, be playing your backups and your third stringers throughout the game is uh, usually a recipe for disaster. So. Mm. Uh, I do think it'll stay a close game. I think both those defenses are primed and ready to go. But um, I just, at the end of the day, I think that uh, Josh Allen figures it out and gets a couple like Stephon Diggs scores. And I like it. I just like it. Hurts my feelings. Uh, speaking of hurt my feelings, Dallas and San Francisco in the nightcap tomorrow I think, night. I think we're both taking San Fran on that one, yeah. and by a huge margin. Yeah, San Francisco's a juggernaut right yeah. now. Until someone beats them, I think they're my favorite yeah. pick for the playoff. Way, the to, Super Bowl. way to go, Dak. You, you were in the worst spot. There you, there you go, Dak. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's that's harsh. Dak, Dak Prescott's a human being. It's hard to be. It, he looks not, like a Muppet, but it's he's not, a human being. It's not Dak, though. It is yeah. that I dislike. I just don't think he's that good. And I think that's the, the love affair... I think everyone is trying to get on Jerry Jones's good side, and the love affair they have with Dak Prescott is weird to me because I just don't feel like he's. I don't think he's a top ten quarterback. Do you ever look at him and just think though he looks like a muppet? I haven't yet. 
I do think have his hair look, looks fake, but... Uh, have a look at him. Have a look at it. That's like yeah. the face that they put on for the human Muppets. Mm. <laughs> yeah. It feels mildly racist. Um, How's that mildly racist? What are you talking about? Saying it feels like it. I don't know. I can't understand. It's telling you how I feel. He's not there. It's time, to, it's time to put on the music I'm and not light a, the lights. I'm not accusing you of anything. I'm just saying... It's time to get things started on the saying, Muppet show tonight. Are you saying he looks like the two old guys in the balcony? No, that's ridiculous. No, I'm talking about like any human that they put out there. Yeah, Which is the two old guys in the balcony? No, what other humans that's, are there? That's the only human snow, man. I haven't watched the Muppets in a long time. I'm not really... I don't know where we're going. I'm not quite sure where we are. You're too much, man. You didn't watch the Muppet movie? When did it come the out? The recent one? Recently? No. Like in 2000 and... I want to say 12, 13... That's not 13. recent. That's a decade ago, Sean. Okay, well... Recent in Muppet Listen, years. I gave you credit. In Muppet years, it's what? recent. All right? What's a Muppet year? Is it like a dog year? It's not the 70s, so... Anything beyond 2010 would be a recent Muppet year. Yeah? No. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite Muppet? Mine. Well, it's Kermit the Frog. Hmm. Yeah. Yours? Mm, I like Animal. Animal's cool. Yeah. I also like Super Grover. Yeah, Super, <laughs> Super Grover is <laughs> Uh, my dad has a great Grover impression, and so he's <laughs> always been a fan. Man. we got to move on before it gets inappropriate. <laughs> Let's do it. Uh, the NHL, which is mm. some people's not favorite topic, but I know it's a favorite topic of yours. So, uh, first of all... Who, who, who doesn't have a favorite topic on the NHL? How about my cracking? I just have heard from some people that don't like the They fast-forward through the NHL talk, that's all. Really? Yeah. Well, they're silly. Anyways, <laughs> just tell me what I heard. NHL, you were talking about the Kraken. Yep. You were talking about number one in the West. Number one in the Pacific Division, not in the West, in the whole Western Conference, because that's Dallas. I don't know, whatever. But you're number two then in that case. Great. But you're number one. You leapfrogged ahead of the Vegas Golden Knights, yep. Los Angeles Kings. It's it's something else. This is the second year. I had a look. You got all the same guys. I was looking at it. It's like, I think it's like 38 points is your top scorer right now. Uh, Jordan Eberle is up there at number three. And he's like at 35 points. I like Jordan Eberle a lot. The biggest difference right now is Martin Jones. That signing of Martin Jones, yep. bringing him over. And I had a look at him. I think he's 28 and four. And you moved... Uh, Old boy there. What's his name? He used to play for Colorado. He was your... You really hated him. Oh, Grubauer? Grubauer. Yeah. Philip Grubauer. I still hate Philip. Moved him down to the second... Sorry, Philip. Second, uh, the backup goaltender. Yep. That has to be the biggest difference. You know what is crazy? It was wild to me. This is the maybe the dumbest thing about hockey that I think is that the goalkeeper is wearing baseball caps on the bench. When, the, when they're... Yeah, yeah. Looks dumb yeah. as shit to me. <laughs> It's, this looks dumb. It's it's what it is, man. It's what I, it did, is. I get it. I just man, wear a beanie or a toque or whatever you call it in your world. <laughs> just let the hair flow. Put some gel in it. Something. I mean, I don't understand why we're putting the cap on. What do you? What's the secret behind the cap? Just chilling, man. No one else has a cap but the backup goalie. But the backup goalie. Yeah. It's like celebrating mediocrity. Maybe. <laughs> what I do know is that you're having a look at this here. And 
the only thing that's different is your goaltender. Marty I, I Jones, mean, the addition of Marty Jones. He just came out there and said, I have something to prove. I mean, Matty Beaners, too. But, well, know. he's he's actually a really good player. Right <laughs> just, you know, it's not the only... The only addition we had, the goaltend is a big change. I think that the Kraken probably need to get a defender uh, to help out on that second line yeah. uh, moving forward to keep, keep, keep us momentum and get us caught up with. Yeah. You know, I'd also say I still believe we're first in the West because Dallas is not even near the West Coast. So <laughs> You're first in the you Pacific. Stop. You so. stop. Dallas isn't even on the West side of Texas. Like, it's not the West of anything. They're the Western Conference. Nope. I don't know why. I'm just telling you they're not. <laughs> you know. Then I was looking at Boston. What a year they're having. Five regular season losses. I had to look at their points, guys. Uh, and it's like, they just have, like, it's the same thing as, as, as Seattle. It's like just a bunch of guys putting up points all together, right? Yeah. It's an actual team. You know. Now, you have a look at the Leafs. There's about to be, there's three guys now with 20 goals. There's going to be a fourth guy with 20 goals. What I like about you is Four that you're guys. mixing up your statistics because you're like, oh, these other guys have all these points, 35, 38 points, and then we're like, oh, but the goal scorers on the Leafs. Let me tell you about the goal scorers. Dude, they have got, they have three guys with over 50 points in the top 10 of scoring. And where are they at in the rankings? Like I just said, in the top 10 of scoring. No, no, where are they at in the rankings? They're number two behind the, the Boston Bruins. Okay. We have more points than Seattle Crack. Because we have two very good goaltenders, and we have that many goal scorers. The Leafs are look like a really good team this year. I really did not have a lot of faith in them. And here they are, just trotting along. But Boston's still a juggernaut. I don't know what to think. But Seattle is just unbelievable to watch. They are... Uh, it, it, Does it, it hurt when you fall off the fence? I'm not on the fence. You're what a fence rider right everywhere. No, no. I'm just saying. My maple leaves look great, but you know who else looks good is the person in front of them. So I don't wanna, <laughs> I'm going to hedge a little bit. You are a very nimble man for your size to be running up and down this fence all day long. Let me tell you something. When I play roulette, I like to play. <laughs> I like to play 1 through 12, and then 13 through 24. Like that. Yeah. I like Nothing to play that surprises one. me less. <laughs> I would even argue. That you even hedge a little bit and you go red and black. And so the only way you can lose is on green. <laughs> that's 66%. That's that's a good way to live life, isn't it? It's a good way. <laughs> it's not satisfying. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that. It's not satisfying at all. Oh, my God. Uh, you know, I'm going to bet uh, uh, the same amount of dollars on Cincinnati <laughs> as I am on Buffalo. That's somewhere. It'll work out somewhere. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I don't know. That that feels that feels disingenuous to me. But you do you, boo boo. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes to boost your self esteem. I'm, I'm gonna keep chasing these highs yeah. and managing the lows. You could just ride the status quo if you want to. So I'm I'm really happy. Seattle's gonna make the playoffs. Seattle should be called the fun team in the NHL. They are fun. They are fun. Everything to watch. in Seattle's funner. It's not even a word. But it's <laughs> Neither is the Western Conference. So, no, well, The Western Conference is a word. What are you talking about? No, it's not. Holy smokes. Listen, uh, I love I love the fact that, you know, people are starting to realize here. It's like, okay, that first year, like, nobody is going to pull off 
what the Golden Knights did. That's not real. That's not reality. It did no, happen, but no, it's, that wasn't the status it's not quo. It's like it hadn't happened before, you know. And maybe like, it won't not not since. in any sport either. When we have a franchise, yeah. new franchise yeah. coming, it's like the uh, who was that pitcher last year that played for the Diamondbacks that came in and threw a no hitter in his first game? Remember that? Does sound really. familiar to you? Yeah. Anyway, it's an anomaly, just like the Vegas Knights were. Yeah. Expansion teams don't go out and win the cup. They don't even go out and make the playoffs. It's just, usually. They're using everyone else's cast-offs. Yeah. What happened was there hadn't been an expansion team in so long that everyone got lazy with their draft protections, and the Knights went in and cleaned up. Because they all learned a lesson. Because how many articles did we talk about when the Kraken were getting ready to draft that everybody was like, nope, we're making sure that we hold these guys, we pull these guys out, we're not going to get cute this time. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but you let still, this let this got, team come I mean, in and build a juggernaut. We have a, real, a good team with a foundation. It just yeah, takes time for us exactly, to go together. Exactly, and 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 the thing is, I mean, you know, they they're they're doing it right. They're they're drafting well. Um, you know, they've kind of shot themselves in the foot for the Connor Bedard sweepstakes though, because they're doing so well. You know, we have Shane Wright on the on the. You got in, Shane like, Wright right now sitting in the CHL, going out well, there, there's no room for the him. CHL. It's like yeah. you know, I feel bad for Shane Wright, but you're you're right, you're right. I mean, I, you can't make a roster room and put somebody else down. Shane Wright is in a good development. He's in a good spot. He's, he's getting, developing. He's I getting mean, paid real money. Yeah, he is, but he's just so, out there. He's out there playing listen, against. You can't that. feel that a guy that is getting a major league deal and then playing in the minors. No, absolutely not. Like, but what I'm saying is that he's not. Is he learning anything when he's just there dominating? I, I there's if no he, competition. If, if they are doing it well, you know, the competition's yourself at some point, right? I guess, yeah. You start to work on refining things. If you're just going out and yeah. just being, you know, slap happy and just yeah. dominating like it's a rec league, then so, then no, right? You're I not learning anything. You guys but if got you the take that and yeah. you decide that you're going to work on something that you're not good at, not default to what yeah. you do really well, yeah. but take the opportunity. It's like, you know. Listen, Seattle's smart, by the way. They drafted them, and, and I even think with the handling of them. Cause it's like don't, don't have this kid overwhelmed. Yeah, you know he's not ready yet. He's not ready yet. But there's some there's some guys that come out and they're ready. And there's nothing to knock at the guy. Yeah. It's like let him let him season right. And yeah, just, uh, I'm just saying year, that the, the the hottest prospect since uh, Connor McDavid. You know, the hottest prospect is available, and you guys are going out of the... I'm just going to say, you said Connor. I w- the whole time you said Connor Mick, I thought you were going to say McGregor. I, I know. That's how little yeah. I care about what you're saying. Oh, my God. Like, this what guy. does Connor McGregor have to do with this? What are you thinking about whiskey? Listen, he's about he's about to do Roadhouse, so... Oh. Yeah. He, you saw that, too. Yeah. Connor McGregor actually has a private performance at Roadhouse every <laughs> Thursday night in his backyard. <laughs> <laughs> he brings his friends in. He plays all the parts, you know. So you just have to have Peter Griffin there, a Roadhouse. <laughs> he's got that little button. He's yelling at his kids to hit the button for the Peter Griffin voice, and he's just, you know, it's art. <laughs> I was half thinking that I would see Connor McGregor when I was in Dublin, walking up and down the street because he says he's always out there. But then I realized they all look like Connor McGregor. <laughs> I would have known if I'd have seen him or not. <laughs> hey, hey, what do you think of uh, Nganu leaving the UFC? 
Jones and Cyril Gain are going to fight for the vacated title. Yep. Stipe comes out and says, I got winner July 4th. Uh, people are criticizing Stipe. For what? Because it's like saying I got winner. It's like, oh, you haven't fought anybody. You haven't fought anybody because nobody's given him the chance to fight. He should have been the first one to fight in Ghana again. Should have started number three. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I'm excited to see John Jones come back. Yeah, of course. Outside but the thing of that. is, is that mm. does Ngannou really think that he's worth more than eight million? I mean, I saw the other stuff that he wanted to, like uh, health insurance, which is yeah, okay. <laughs> Listen, yeah. you're getting punched to the head for a living. Yeah, you should have health insurance. You know, especially if you're gonna fight John Jones, you should yeah. definitely get your health insurance in line. <clears throat> of those four that we just named, yeah, who beats you know, or I guess of the three of the four, mm-hmm. who who beats John Jones? I, I honestly don't know. I mean, every time the John Jones comes back, he wins. And I haven't seen anybody really come close to beating him. Uh, but that's not true. There, there has been people that have had that one anomaly, like, you know, maybe. But I haven't seen anybody clear cut for real. Gotcha. Stipe can't do it. He's tough enough, but he can't. He doesn't. He's not explosive enough. But I would love to see the fight. To yeah, let it I'm gonna watch it. Right? Yeah, exactly. Like I, don't pay, honestly, I rarely pay for fights anymore because I think they're garbage. No, they're all garbage. But exactly. I'll pay to watch John Jones fight. Yeah, all three times. Yeah. I hope they bring Francis back and let him fight. I think that's John's best fight. Yeah, but Francis wants this. I know. I'm just saying, if like that's I, I, I get he's gone. I'm just saying yeah. that's his best fight. His best fight is with Francis. Ghana. That's interesting. I'm just saying. It is. Who else? Who yeah. else? But isn't Ganu scared to face Maybe. Jones? Is he like, why not even try to? I mean, I understand what you're trying to go for. You're trying to get some sort of, you know, protection for yourself. But a three fight deal, eight million to fight John Jones. Uh, heck, you could try to restructure something else. Are you afraid something's going to happen in that fight? You know, like I, I don't know. I'm mean, out of beef. I was fighting John Jones. But he's legit, man. He's legit. So. I'd fight Shannon Sharp for a fight, John Jones. Ah! <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Oh my gosh! Right now. I think that brings us here. That brings us here to uh, near the end of our show, man. Um, I mean, we could be talking about uh, baseball. We could be talking about all that, but I think we'll save that for next week for this a little bit less, and we go into the championship round. Yeah, talk all about you know maybe some. College basketball starting to get kind of keyed in there. Yeah, yeah. It'll bring you into the world of college basketball gambling. I'm getting into it, man. It's it's interesting. It's interesting. It's where it's at. Yeah. It is where it is at. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sean, I want one question for you. Oh. This may I would just want you to tell me on a scale of uh, if this is dumbness or. If this is the culture just being out of touch. This week marked the 50th anniversary of Pink Floyd's album. Pink the, Floyd's Pink album. Floyd's uh, Dark Side of the Moon. Okay, yes. Right? Yeah. Familiar with this yeah. album. Pink Floyd changed all their social media profiles to a picture of a 50 with a rainbow mm-hmm. flag. And immediately got blown up by thousands of fans who thought they were going quote unquote soft and supporting pride and all, which is, is an honorable thing to do. Mm. Dumb or out of touch? 
What do you mean? Like how much? The fans are the fans dumb or untouched? I don't know. I, those the fans. album cover. If you're not, if you are untouched, yeah, it's the prism. Is a, is a prism, yeah. with showing a rainbow. Like that yeah. was the correlation yeah. of yeah. what the fifty yeah. meant. And I don't even like Pink yeah. Floyd that but, much, but and know, I know you're, that you're looking. You're looking. Wow. What's so the people that, that are fought, I get it. I'm just saying. Like I get it. I get it. I don't. I, right. I, I understand right. it. Just right. I understand yellow cars. I don't like yellow cars, but yeah. I get it. Right. Yeah. Pink Floyd. I get it. Right. Did you know? If I'm you just saying. Up, listen, you know, if you I'm, line up Dark Side of the Moon with the Wizard of Oz right from the beginning. I listened. I get no, it. Did you listen? I don't. Did you listen to no. the music? Is the no, same because all I the way don't through. do acid. How do you do that? How I don't because do do I don't do acid. Okay. I'm just saying I I understand that thing. The fans of Pink Floyd on social media yeah. were getting on Pink Floyd yeah. about the thing and well, I all, all their I fans was just that was like all their fans. I'm a, like it enough like, that it was a controversy that I brought up because yeah. I don't follow Pink Floyd on social media. They're, they're probably, you know, like you're probably looking at seventy year olds, man. I mean I, I don't know, it could be a little out of touch. I'm forty and I know and it was dudes yeah. my age. The MAGA dudes. The MAGA dudes. You know? Listen, listen. Um, no, is that's, that's That's on Pink Floyd. They want to do that? That's fine. That's terrible. What a terrible thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That, that's, that's on them. They they want that. They want the rainbow flag. That's fine. It wasn't. It was a 50 say, with a prism going through the zero. Then how is it the rainbow flag? It's a rainbow. Oh, for crying. It was a rainbow beforehand. I'm just saying. That's just stupidity. Thank you. That's all I was asking for. Oh my You know what else is dumb is that I can't wear a red hat right now because I'm white and I'm male. Bullshit. What? Why can't you wear a red hat? Because people think it's all a red hat. That's the manga guy. Anyway, white problems. Sorry. I can wear my Ohio State hat everywhere. You can. That's awesome. You can. (laughs) You can. All right. All right. Wow. What a a question. Oh, I had to think about this up there. What are you talking about? I haven't even seen that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that it came out. No, you're right. 73 would be 50. Yeah, you're right. Hey, folks, if you remember uh, the Pink Floyd album being released, you should probably get a colonoscopy and maybe manogram. Just check on that. (laughs) All right. My one-on-one question to you. (laughs) What in the world? What? I mean, it's a health announcement. It's trying to help our three viewers and listeners stay healthy so they can rock with us a little bit longer. That's all. (laughs) All right. Is baked beans, should it only be eaten at a campfire? No. No? No. Have you ever had baked beans with at a barbecue restaurant? Delicious. Yeah, it's yeah. A great, it's one of the greater sides of a barbecue but restaurant. But do you think that you will... Cornbread, mm-hmm. collard greens, mm-hmm. baked beans, mm-hmm. some brisket, mm-hmm. pulled pork, No, I got platter. you, I got you. I hear you. You're, you're, you're naming off a whole bunch of stuff, but aren't you like missing... The chance to put Blue Angels into the campfire, then? The campfire beans. I, I'm not quite sure what Blue Angels are. I think that's a fart joke. Is that a fart joke? Uh, yeah, yeah. You never, you Blue never, Angels? You never did a Blue Angel? I don't know I don't know what a Blue Angel is. You know, you put the lighter right by the butt, yep. and you fart, and yeah. you see it just go... I don't like to do anything that requires me to put my ankles <laughs> out of my ears. <laughs> <laughs> so, you do you, again, once again... <laughs> I 
<laughs> this is not something I'm trying to do. Like, I'm a grown man, and, like, me... You know, not flexible. You don't do I am. Yoga. I don't know. Maybe. I haven't tried it. I just I don't know. I just don't know about being able to, like, put my ankles at my ears. But you told me you wouldn't even try it? You wouldn't even attempt this? No. If you could? If you at could a campfire? At a campfire yeah. with a bunch of dudes? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> what about just turning around and just letting it happen that way. You don't have to pull your like, like I was like hiding, like I was hiking a football? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's yeah. not a big deal. I'm just saying, the way you described it, where you pull your legs back. Well, that's because with the lighter, it's kind of hard there. I, whatever. Like, I'm just saying, the campfire you, is just conveniently right there. You could just turn around, pretending you're a center. Yeah, okay, I'm into that, but like... <laughs> So you wouldn't even attempt that? I would attempt that. I'm just saying I wouldn't attempt what you said, which was sit there and put your ankles by your ears and try to do something. That's all I'm saying. I'm just not interested. If that's what it takes, nah, I'm not doing it. Just I'm not. Hike. Yep, that's fine. That is not the other thing. That feels, feels terribly invasive. <laughs> feels restrictive of my breathing ability. It's, it's all bad. There's no good... There's no good that comes from that. That's all I'm saying. I felt that way for years. It's not a new take. <laughs> I think anyway. On that note. Yeah, on that note, support your fellow Blue Angels. Get your colonoscopies. Until next time, kids, be good or be good at it. Right. Oh.